Are you tired of feeling stuck in a cycle of scarcity, knowing deep down that you're destined for so much more? Do you yearn to elevate your wealth and manifest a life overflowing with abundance? Well, get ready to embark on a transformational journey because the free Money Mindset Workshop is back and better than ever. Mark your calendars for Friday, May the 31st at 6pm UK time, where we'll be diving into the secrets of unlocking all that prosperity. If you can't make it live, no worries. You'll still have access to the replay so you won't miss a single nugget of wisdom. So why should you join me for this life-changing free workshop? Firstly, we're going to shake off those limiting beliefs and mindset blocks that have been holding you back. It's time to break free and unleash the full potential of your money mindset. Then we'll be talking about manifesting wealth and success like never before. So say goodbye to just dreaming and hello to turning those dreams into tangible realities. And let's not forget about the cash flow because we're going to explore all the ways that money can flow into your life, enriching it beyond measure. Some of you might be wondering, does mindset really work? Absolutely. This workshop will serve as your guide and light, showing you how mindset shapes your reality and empowers you to actively pursue your goals. So whether you're a newbie to positive money mindset or a seasoned pro, this workshop is designed for you. If you're ready to see a significant transformation in your wealth and you're eager to embrace new techniques for inviting prosperity into your life, then you belong here. So what's on the agenda? We've got a 90-minute interactive session where we'll tackle those limiting beliefs head-on and uncover the abundance waiting to be embraced. Just imagine, instead of struggling, you could manifest money faster easier and with less effort. Are you ready to step into a life of abundance? Join me Friday, May the 31st for my free money mindset workshop. To sign up for your free place, visit cannycrystalsacademy.co.uk forward slash workshop. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey. 
Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining me once again. This is the Canny Crystals podcast. My name is Martin, and welcome to another episode. This week's topic, we're going to be talking about crystal healing. So, what it is, what's an aura, some benefits and misconceptions about crystals, how they enhance thoughts and energy, how to cleanse your crystals, how to manifest with them. And then I'm going to talk about the best crystals for manifesting money, success, love, health, dreams, desires, how to set an intention where to keep them in your surroundings, how to meditate with them, and so much more. We've got a lot to fit in this episode, okay? So let's get started. Let's go right to the top. What is crystal healing? So as you might know, crystals take millions of years to form underground, and the way that they formed is believed by some to imbue them with ability to hold energy, okay? So there are different types of crystals, as you're probably more than aware, depending on the type of mineral it's made from and the conditions that it grows in. And these differences are thought to change the effect that the crystal has energetically. So crystal healing is a holistic and natural therapy that taps into the energetic power of crystals and how they affect the body and mind. And a crystal therapist will place healing crystals on or around a client to help unblock focus and direct energy. So how does it work? So crystal healing is an energy-based system, okay? It means it's based on the belief that we're all made up of different energy and that when this becomes stagnant, unbalanced or blocked, it can cause illness. So the premise is that crystals help to unblock, balance and direct energy where it's most needed, gently supporting the body to heal in a therapeutic way. Different types of crystals are thought to have different properties and energies and just holding and being near these crystals is therefore thought to affect our own energy on a physical, spiritual and emotional level. The types of crystal used and the positioning of them will all depend on what you are seeking support for. So this could range from a physical concern such as maybe a headache or stress to more emotional or spiritual concerns. Some people even report feeling sensations like a warmth or a tingle, whilst others feel nothing. Now, only a few weeks ago, I sold one of my clear quartz uh, necklace pendants to one of my really good friends. And she said that when she put it on, it felt as though her chest was heating up. But then when she would touch the pendant, she said that the pendant was just room temperature. It was normal, but she could feel it warming her insides. But then I've also had friends that say that they'll hold crystals and not feel a thing. But it's just to let you know that don't worry if you don't feel anything. It doesn't mean that your energies haven't been affected. Some people say that they feel a difference in themselves immediately. For others, it might take longer for the healing to take effect. So let's look at what is an aura and how are we energy? So when someone references an aura, they're talking about the unseen spiritual energy field that surrounds all living things. It's not always possible to see aura colours with the naked eye, but we can usually feel them. If you think about how certain people give off like maybe a super warm and friendly vibe or even a really negative energy and you just get a bad vibe from them, even before they open their mouth and say a word, that's the aura at work. So your aura consists of seven auric layers, also known as bodies or planes, and each one represents something different. So you think of them like the layers of an onion with the middle being your physical body. So firstly, you have the physical aura plane, and that's the layer that presents our physical health. It's the layer closest to your skin, and it's also called the etheric plane. Next, you have the emotional aura plane. So that's the plane that corresponds to your emotions. If you're all up in your feelings, that plane is going to show it. It changes colour depending on your mood, and it'll appear dull or smudged if you're experiencing emotional turmoil. Then you've got the mental aura plane. So this plane has to do with logic, reasoning, and thoughts, and it's the third layer out from your body. 
Next, you've got the astral body aura plane. So this plane deals with your spiritual health. It's also where you store your capacity for love. Then you've got the etheric aura plane. So that's where you find your psychic abilities. Having a clear etheric plane helps you to tap into other people's energies and connect with people who are on a similar wavelength. Then you've got the celestial aura plane. This is the plane where your dreams and intuition are stored. It's the plane of enlightenment. Someone with a strong celestial aura plane tends to be highly creative. And last but not least, you've got the causal aura plane. So that's the last aura plane. It harmonizes all the other layers. It essentially helps you guide you on your life's path. So you might know that each aura has its own color and it corresponds to one of the seven main chakras. So the seven main chakras are root, sacral, solar plexus, heart, throat, third eye and crown. Your aura is connected to these chakras and it's composed of those auric layers. So knowing which colours correspond to which chakra can help you then interpret what your aura is telling you. Now I like to tie in my crystals to this. So each chakra has its own colour. Each crystal is a colour. The energy from each crystal amplifies the energy of each chakra. So your root chakra, for example, vibrates red. It's at the base of your spinal column and it balances things like who you are, your home, your career, your manifesting powers, your sexual energy. So when you look at, for example, let's say a carnelian, which is fiery, fiery red in colour, and look at the properties of a carnelian, it's all about boosting career, boosting manifestations, boosting sexual energy. It ties in perfectly with that chakra. Orange ties in with the sacral chakra, which is located in your lower abdomen, and it contains the beginning energy of the emotional body and creativity, the ability to reach out to others in relationships and sexual energy. Anything yellow ties into your solar plexus chakra, and that's a few inches just above your belly button. And anything yellow is to do with your personality, your personal power, identity, and emotion. The green ties in with your heart chakra, so it's no surprise that your heart chakra is all about love, not just for yourself, but for others as well. So green is all about compassion and the energy of forgiveness. Then you've got blue for your throat chakra, so that's your means of expression, being you, being able to say what you need to say and communicate yourself to others. You've got purple for your third eye chakra, which you're probably familiar with if you've ever done yoga, for example. And that's located just above your physical eyes at the center of your forehead. And that ties in with your vision and everything that you desire to create. And then you've got your white aura, and that's incredibly rare, but that's to do with your crown chakra located just above your head, and it vibrates white. So like I mentioned at the start, even though we can't physically see another's aura all the time, your auric fields are always vibrating. And like I say, each colour ties in perfectly with different crystals. So let's now look at some of the myths and misconceptions around crystal healing. So crystals aren't just some magical rock that will come along and it'll just wave its magic wand and everything will be alright and make you fit and healthy instantly. That's not how it works, okay? Crystal healing is a time-taking process that can lift up your spiritual life. So it's not about creating that energy, it's about lifting that energy. It increases the positivity around you. So although it can improve the effects of medicine, it can't single-handedly cure a medical problem. So don't think that crystals are going to cure cancer and just wave the magic wand and you're going to be absolutely fine. So different crystals have different effects on the body. And not being aware of that and just using any crystal 
crystal can also have a negative impact on your health. Some people think that crystals need to be polished in order to be effective, but the size and finishing of the crystal have nothing to do with the energy emitted by them. Rough and dull crystals have the same effects as polished and shiny ones. So another thing is that people think that crystals can all be stored together. So let's look at this. The way that you store your healing crystals is entirely up to you and what works for you and your journey. However, most people believe that you shouldn't store certain crystals with others. Okay, so some stones are delicate and can scratch easily. But it's not just that. Some healing crystals to not store together, for example, are quartz, fluoride, apatite, calcite. If you want to preserve them for as long as possible, you can wrap them individually in smaller bags. Other crystals can get damaged in sunlight or water for example so they should be kept in a safe place but if you have crystals with iron like malachite or magnetite just remember that they can oxidize and rust over time so you need to consider the qualities of the healing crystals and the stones in your collection but don't stress about where you store them some people think that there's a maximum amount of crystals that you should use at once but combinations are more or less powerful than others but that doesn't mean that you should limit yourself on the number of crystals that you collect so whether you want to keep them on display or put them in a box for safekeeping and use them during things like meditation and yoga, which is what I do. You can use as many as you want. I have all mine stored. Uh, My partner bought me this amazing storage box actually with 24 different compartments, I think it is. So I arrange them because I've got OCD in... um, alphabetical order by colour. I know that sounds absolutely crazy. Um, But it just keeps them all um, in an order that I know exactly where they are so that when I come to meditate with them, I'll be like, okay, I'll go for quartz this time or carnelian next time and I know exactly where they are and I keep all the sharper ones and the more jagged ones together for example so they don't scratch all the polished ones but yeah it's totally down to you another thing is that some people think there's only one specific way to connect with healing stones and that's to meditate with them in the hand but in reality the most beneficial way to connect to a crystal can only be determined by yourself so everyone's healing journey is different so each person would need to find the best way to incorporate them into their own life Some people love to keep the crystals under the pillow, on the bedside table, or in a special location at home to keep their space and energy preserved, but others wear them. So I have a Moldavite necklace, for example, that I wear every single day, and I can feel that power around my neck. And it's almost like a talisman, like it empowers me to carry on with my rest of my day. But you can also incorporate them into meditation or yoga, like I say, which is what I do. And that enhances your mind, body and soul connection as well. As long as you feel those positive vibrations, it doesn't matter how you choose to use them. So let's look at how to cleanse a crystal, okay, and why this is important. So many people use them to soothe the mind, body, and soul. So naturally, it's going to absorb some of their energy. Crystals often travel long distance as well from the source to the seller before they pass on to you. So for example, I get a lot of my crystals from mines in Brazil and Africa and India. So obviously, they're mined by workers, Then they're passed on through shops over there. They're then transported to me. I handle them as well. And then obviously pack them off to yourselves. So each transition exposes the crystal to energies that may be misaligned with your own. So it's always important that when you get a new crystal, you should cleanse it exactly how you want to. So I'm going to talk through some of the most popular ways to cleanse a crystal. So the first is running it underwater. So water is said to neutralize any negative energy stored inside the stone and return it back to the earth. Natural running water like a stream or a river or even the sea is best, but you can also run it just under a tap as well. Whatever your water source, just ensure that your stone is completely submerged and then just pat it dry afterwards. 
maybe take one minute per crystal. And this should be only used for harder stones, such as quartz, for example. Do not use on stones that are brittle or soft, such as selenite, kyanite, halite. As a general rule of thumb, I don't put any underwater that end in ite, I-T-E. The second one is sunlight. So although ritual cleansing is often centered around certain points in the solar or lunar cycle, you can also put your crystal out at any time to cleanse and recharge. So just set your crystal out before the night and just plan to bring it in before the next day and that'll allow your stone to bathe in the light of both the moon and the sun. But prolonged exposure to direct sunlight can weather the stone surface, okay? So just make sure that you return it in the morning and don't leave it out all day. If you've got space to do it, you can put your crystal directly on the earth and that'll allow further cleansing. But wherever they are, just ensure that they won't be disturbed by any wildlife or any member of your family. You can do this for most tumble stones, but I wouldn't do it for any vibrant stones such as amethyst in sunlight soft stones such as celestite halite and selenite they can be damaged by inclement weather so i would just be really careful on that one as well another way of cleansing your crystals is by using sage and incense so sage is a sacred plant with a multitude of healing properties and smudging your stone is said to clear any negative vibrations and restore its natural energy so if you're unable to smudge outdoors just make sure that you're near an open window and that'll allow the smoke and negative energy to get out of your house but when you're ready light your sage or your incense and move your crystal backwards and forwards through the smoke just allow the smoke to run around the crystal for about 30 seconds and you can use this on any single crystal. Another way which you might have seen on my TikTok is sound healing. So sound healing like um, a single pitch or a tone will allow it to wash over the crystal and bring it to the same vibration as the tone. So you can do that by chanting, you can use singing bowls or a tuning fork or even like a bell for example. So I use singing bowls and I have Tibetan singing bowls but I also have a giant quartz singing bowl as well that is all over my TikTok. You'll probably have seen it. It was really bloody expensive (laughs) but it's so worth it and I use that daily to cleanse my crystals and this is probably one of the more ideal solutions if you've got a large amount of crystals and you're just wanting to cleanse them all in one go and again you can use that on any crystal as well you can also use other crystals to charge those crystals so for example selenite is an amazing charger now on my website i sell selenite bowls selenite plates selenite rulers you name it anything selenite i've got it (laughs) and basically if, if you just put your crystals on top of the bowl or on top of the plate it'll naturally charge them it'll disperse all the negative energies and return them back to their own factory settings and i'd say the last way to cleanse your crystals is the most simplest and it's visualization so going back to what we talked about in the last podcast about visualization it's considered the safest way to cleanse your crystals and the more in tune you are with yourself the easier it'll be to redirect your energy to the crystal that you want to restore So you should just take a few minutes to ground and center your energy, go into a meditative state and then pick up your crystal and visualize your hands filling with white light and then visualize this light surrounding the stone, feeling it glowing bright. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Doing your hands and just envision all the impurities flushing out of the stone and allowing the stone to shine brighter with renewed purpose. So you should just continue this visualization until you feel a shift in the stone's energy. It's usually about a minute a crystal. So once you've cleansed your crystal, you're then ready to start using it and start working with it. So it's time to program your crystal. So taking the time to set an intention for your crystal can help you connect with its energy and restore your own sense of purpose. So what I like to do is I hold my crystals in my hand as I meditate or sometimes if I'm lying down, I'll place it on my third eye. You can also lie down and place your stones on the corresponding chakra like I spoke about earlier or the area of the body that you wish to work with and just envision that stone's energy merging with your own. So speak to it, ask for assistance in working through your current problems and then when you feel that shift in energy, just thank the crystal for its presence and spend a few minutes in meditation. If you go out for a walk, I like to take my crystals outside with us, so consider taking yours out with you. Many people find that allowing your crystal to soak up natural energy at the park or the beach has such a powerful effect. You can also create an activation grid by surrounding the crystal with more energetic crystals, such as quartz, apophyllite, kyanite, selenite, carnelian. You can use whatever crystals that you're drawn to. Just make sure that they fully surround the main crystals so that it can completely bask in their vibrations. So the more you use a stone, the more energy it's collecting. And a good rule of thumb is to clear all of your stones at least once a month. If an individual crystal's maybe feeling heavier than usual, I would just go ahead and cleanse it. You don't have to wait a designated amount of time between cleansing. But like I say, when it comes to storing them, once they've been cleansed, once you've set your intention, just find a mindful place to keep them. If you can, maybe keep them near windows or plants so that they can absorb natural healing energy. Otherwise, you can just place the stones around your home or your office or any space in any way that lines with your intentions. So, for example, I have a huge black obsidian by my front door and that's just to absorb any negative energies and stop any negative energies coming into the house. If you're into Feng Shui, you can also look up what corners of your house are good for that type of crystals. So, for example, if you come in your front door and you look at the back left corner, the very, very back most left corner of your house, that is your prosperity corner. So if you put crystals in that corner that are going to bring you luck and abundance and prosperity, they're more likely to align to the energy of your house as well. So how can we then manifest with crystals? So how can them crystals help you to get into vibrational alignment with the things that you want? So whether that's attracting your soulmate, receiving more money, improving your health, there's a crystal for everything. So each crystal carries an electric charge throughout the crystalline structure and that's known as piezoelectricity and that influences the vibration of the crystal as well as the user on an energetic level. So if you're trying to manifest money and success, for example, pyrite, citrine, green venturine, they're amazing for that. So pyrite, it's believed to attract abundance and boost feelings of motivation in business and career. Citrine is a popular crystal for wealth and success, nurturing creativity and inspiring ideas to generate money. Green aventurine is known as the stone of opportunity, so that's believed to attract aligned money-making opportunities. 
For love, you can use rose quartz, which is one of the most popular stones for attracting love and boosting feelings of self-love. You could try rhodonite. That attracts love by healing emotional wounds like a heartbreak. Pink kunzite is amazing as well. It strengthens unconditioned love and love and communication. Or even strawberry quartz for attracting your soulmate. And who doesn't want that? If you were after health, you could use obsidian, which helps dissolve blockages in your own body, increasing circulation of energy and flow. You could even use a quartz, which is known as the master healer. It brings about an optimum vibrational state of healing in your body. Then you've got amethyst, which is all about soothing, calming, healing for stress and tension. For dreams and desires, you could use celestite. So that'll help you remember your dreams, which can be useful for emotional processing. Again, clear quartz can help you gain clarity on what you want and it's believed to raise your vibration to match your desires. If you get stuck and you're not entirely sure and you want a crystal, for example, for helping you with anxiety or depression, if you go on my website, cannycrystals.co.uk, and you hit the search bar, I've developed that website so that if you type the word anxiety, for example, it'll bring up every crystal on my site that I sell that would help you with anxiety. And also at the bottom of each page, it'll tell you what the properties of each crystal are and how they can help and benefit you. Now, like I mentioned at the start, crystal healing is all about what works for you. Every single person will have a different experience of using crystals and will have a totally different journey than another person. The crystals one person starts with might not be the crystals that another person starts with. Now, because of TikTok, you've probably seen that Moldavite, for example, has become so sparse in the world. The Czech Republic mines where it was mined have since closed and because of this, the price of it is shot through the roof. One tiny piece of Moldavite that is about a gram in weight that is probably no bigger than your thumbnail is now worth about £110, which is absolutely ridiculous. Some people have started their crystal journeys with something as powerful as Moldavite and it's put them off for life because of all the changes that have happened in their life in such a short amount of time and it's probably overwhelmed them. So do your research first before you buy any. I also sell books on my website about crystal healing. And one of one of the great books that I sell is called The Little Book of Crystals. And it's only £8. It is fantastic for a wealth of information on crystals, how to get started, everything I've talked to in this podcast and more. Not all crystals do the same thing, but you'll probably find that each colour will affect how the energy of the crystal manifests. So for example, green is all about being calm and emotional healing and compassion. White is all about purity. Blue is all about self-expression and communication. Red is all about energising and activating. Pink is about love and alleviating anxiety and trauma. Black is all about protection, grounding, and it's an excellent detoxifier. Yellow is all about clarity, wealth, and abundance. And if it's clear, it's usually representing energizing, purification, higher consciousness, that kind of thing. So this all goes back to what I talked about at the chakras at the start. One of the questions I get asked quite a lot as well is, what does the shape of the crystal have to do with anything? So crystals might be sharp points or towers or clusters or even plates, and its shape affects the way that the energy moves through it. So if it's a sphere, it emits energy equally all around, for example. If it's a cluster, it'll radiate its energy in all directions equally. Whereas if it's a point or a tower, it'll draw off or pull in energy when pointed out or inwards towards the body. If it's double terminated and pointed at both ends, it'll emit energy in the two directions. Egg shapes are great for focusing and discharging energy. 
and a cube would consolidate energy. You have the power by using your crystals to transform any negative energy into beneficial energy and improve your well-being and bring positivity into your life. So earlier in the week, I took to Instagram to ask if anyone had any burning questions. So the first question I've got is from Olivia Phoebe Thompson, who asks, do you ever feel lost during your spirituality? Now, if I'm honest with this, the answer is yes. And I currently feel a little lost, actually. Um, It's probably one of the main reasons that I started this podcast as well, to try and get me back into the swing of things. Every now and again, I think people do lose sense of why they're doing something or they're just so happy plodding along and they lose all sense of the end goal. And I think one of the main things for me why I started this podcast was to try and keep me on track with spirituality and positivity and gratitude, the law of attraction crystals, all that. Because yes, although I have my website and things and I'm constantly selling on a day-to-day basis, am I constantly practicing spirituality on a day-to-day basis? And the short answer is no. Yet I knew that by running this podcast and by wanting to talk about different topics on a week-to-week basis, it's getting back into that headspace. So this podcast really, really helps me. In the past when I felt lost, however, I think it's all for me about just taking some time out, doing something that I want to do. Even if it's something really, really small, just like having a bath or something like that, it's my time. That's my dedicated time to chill out, have a bath, read a book and do some self-development. And I find that by doing that and reading those self-development books, I'm able to then find myself I also have a journal that I write in on a morning and an evening. And part of that journal is outlining my goals for the year, for the next two years, for the next three years. And then I break them up into individual targets of what I actually want to achieve. That is a great way of keeping me on track spiritually. So I hope that answers your question, Olivia. Spirituality111333 asks, what do you do when you feel all drained out? Again, I think I've spoke about this before, but for me, it's getting out there and going for a walk in nature. Doesn't matter what the weather is, just embrace it. Just get yourself out there. Get wrapped up if it's cold and wet and just really connect with the world. For me, I either like to leave my phone at home or I'll put it in airplane mode and just put me headphones on just so that I know I can't get disturbed and I totally switch off from the world. I take note of everything that goes past me I take note of where I'm walking, how the ground feels, how the air feels, what sounds I can hear, what I can see. And I think by doing that, you ground yourself and you're able to find that energy again. But it's different for every single person. So don't worry if that doesn't work for you. And the last question we've got today is from Amy Axford. And she asks, what's your motivation? And going back to the last question, it kind of ties in with this, but I have an end five-year goal of where I want to be in five years' time. I know growing up, I was always like, oh, by the time I'm 21, I want my own house, car and kids and wife. And then I hit 16 and I was like, okay, scratch the wife off. I just want a house, car and kids. And then I got to 18 and I was like, I'm in no fit shape to like run a family or have kids and that kind of thing. And I mean, I didn't get my own house until I was like 31. And I know it's different for everyone else. But at the same time, my motivation was always there. I always wanted a house, a car, a family and a partner. And the only thing I'm lacking at the minute is a family. So that is on my five year plan. 
So my motivation is working towards that. So for each year leading up to that end five-year goal, I've marked out exactly what I want to do and I know exactly where I need to be. And then I break them down into individual steps and I know exactly what steps to take to achieve those goals. Breaking those down into months, I then break them down into weeks and even into days. And that's my motivation for keeping going on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, there's some days when I probably can't be bothered and things like that. But I think everyone has off days, don't they? It's just one of those things in life. You've just got to pick yourself up and carry on. But having that motivation and knowing where you're heading in life, that's what motivates me. So I hope that that little session's kind of answered the majority of the questions that you probably had about crystals and what crystal healing was. But if you do have any other questions, feel free to message me. I'm always online. My business Instagram, personal Instagram and TikTok handle are all in the show notes. Feel free to follow me and drop me a DM. I'm always willing to find new people to chat about crystals. But for now, I just want to say thank you so, so much for joining me yet again. Please like, rate, review, whatever you can do for this podcast. It means the world to me. And I hope you all enjoyed this episode and I'll see you all again next week. Bye, guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 